Okay, so hello again. My name is Shadina, and you're listening to Football Drama. Um, yes, let me not sugarcoat anything so I can just do what I gotta do and let y'all go before I end this recording and not end up posting at all. So, football appreciation. Um, I haven't done this in a while, and this kind of is a sad one, but... Anton Walks, um, if you are not familiar with him, he used to play for Atlanta United and he then played for Charlotte FC. Um, he was an English footballer and he was more of like a defender, but he could also play midfield as well. Um, he passed last week on January 19th due to a boating accident in Miami. And it's just really unfortunate. Um, I don't really have much words to say. Um, I missed him at Atlanta. He was a great player for us. Um, still kind of confused as to why he, why they let him go. But, you know, things happen. But, um, yeah, there's been a lot of um, positive, you know, things being said about him and a lot of support and stuff and um you know people just expressing their condolences and all that on social media and stuff so um yeah so sorry to start off on a heavy note but I just wanted to um say that real quick and yeah so rest in peace to him and I hope that you know his uh family loved ones close ones are all doing good and are handling this as well as they can so okay my apologies for starting off sad um let me move on to the prem now i guess um or no let me stay in mls actually because there's other stuff so speaking of atlanta united joseph martinez is officially gone he's now an inter miami player which is really really upsetting but i already knew that after all the drama and stuff of last season there's no way like there was no way he was going to come back and play um unless the front office really like changed their minds and I don't again I don't know if it was just I don't know but it's really sad seeing him go he's literally a legend um in Atlanta for Atlanta United and honestly they need to go ahead regardless of how the front office felt about him or whatever go ahead and build that statue if it hasn't already been built already um, but it's unfortunate he won like what four trophies or won a bunch of different things with Atlanta he's scored like a hundred goals he's just even like in his era where he wasn't doing too hot he still managed to find a way to score a goal and even if Atlanta did lose the game you know, he scored and made sure then, you know, lose something nil. Or if they had to, you know, get a dying point, you know, get that one point, um, he made sure to score a goal and, you know, get the team the point. So in the end, he tried his best. I mean, um, obviously they had their issues in, with the front office, he and them, but, you know, it's not, I don't know about that. You know, that's between them. But it's just kind of like, as for the fans, I hate to say this, but the fans, when it comes to like, if they're on Joseph's side or the front office side, 
they're more on Joseph's side because look at all, look at like all he's done for the club. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know, but we knew this was going to happen. It's just the fact that it's actually like happening and it happened. It's really unfortunate. So I hope he does well with them and hope everything um, turns out well for him. And I wish him all the best and I love him very, very much, very, very much. Um... Another thing, speaking of Atlanta, Miles Robinson, if you don't remember, he had gotten arrested. Um, I want to say last year in like September, maybe. I don't remember, but he got arrested for literally something so stupid and that court case was dismissed. So I'm pretty sure um, everything's good with that, which honestly, after like learning the details about like why he was arrested we were just kind of like bro free that man like he did nothing wrong but um that's that looking forward to um seeing him back um playing in the lineup and everything hopefully he's good and healthy and ready to go and that's about it for mls i did i guess i just had a bunch of atlanta united stuff um preseason games have been happening Obviously, I'm not going to talk about them because, like, you can't even watch them. So, there's really no point. But I'm going to see if Atlanta's been doing anything. No. So, they do play Chattanooga on Saturday. Which I'm assuming... Yeah, that's a friendly. So, they're not going to be showing these on, on, like, any streaming service or whatever. But it's fine. Um... And they have been making some transfers. I'll just have to look at it, into that later. But that's not for MLS, I guess. There's also been like some like um, I don't I don't know some type of rule thing that they've implemented or they've taken away because St. Louis missed out on getting a certain player or something, and so now they have like I think they've acquired Josh Sargent as their I I don't even know how to explain it but since Josh is from St. Louis I guess they were just kind of like we have to have him on our books so no like when the time comes for Josh to if he does want to come to play in the MLS which probably won't be for another like eight years um that St. Louis is going to snatch him up so I'm trying to see Or not. And St. Louis, they're a new team. I think this is their, this is going to be their, yeah, inaugural season. Which I was wondering why. Because Roman Berkey is a goalkeeper there. And I was like, why haven't I seen Berkey play at all? It's because they haven't started to play yet. This is going to be their first season. Well, I don't see much. But if you, if you, I'm pretty sure if you like, google it or something or look look it up on twitter you can find it but um yeah i'm not i'm not sure about the rules it's stupid anyways but mls will do mls things but i think that's it for that um i guess i can now get into just kidding let's talk about the u.s national team so they have friendlies coming up they actually have one tonight at nine um, and I was like, why is, um, 
why are they playing so late it's because they're in california and california is like 20 hours behind everybody else so also find it interesting how u.s soccer i mean u.s men's national team on twitter they're not like outright like geo scored another like game winning goal today they're not like making their own tweets they're just retweeting stuff from espn i mean at least they're doing that and not just ignoring it because it would look really nasty on them if they were to you know not but i feel like there's still some the wound is still open a little bit with that but let me go over the roster for this january camp they have a game tonight and then they have a game on saturday um okay so goalkeepers we have roman salentano sean johnson and gaga slanina Defenders, Jonathan Gomez, Julian Gressel, DeJuan Jones, Aaron Long, Jalen Neal, Sam Rogers, John Tolkien, Walker Zimmerman. Midfielders, Paxton Aronson, Kellen Acosta, Aiden Morris, Paxton Pumichel, Alon Sonora, uh, Eric Williamson, and then forwards, Paul Ariola, Cade Cowell, Jesus Ferreira, Matthew Hoppe, Emmanuel Sabi, Brandon Vasquez, and Alejandro Zendeja. So, um, some of these names might not sound familiar to a majority of the people or if someone who isn't, you know, deep into U.S. soccer things. But, um, you know, I'm not too upset about this. I knew it was going to be mainly like MLS player base, which I think there are some like European things here and there, things, European based players here and there, like um, Gaga Salina. Um, but he's he's not playing at Chelsea. So, you know, um, he's at Chelsea um let's see Paxton Aronson who's at Frankfurt um Matthew Hoppy who I think is in England at Middlesbrough so you know there are some like European bass players here and there but they're probably you know not really playing that much um over there so it's fine but I'm really excited to see how they play tonight um and just not even like i don't really think i mean obviously i want them to win these two games but i think i'm just gonna be looking forward to seeing how each individual player plays because um i'm interested in john tolkien he plays for the new york red bulls and then jalen neal who is one of my baby chickens from the u20 national team uh paxton Arison, obviously looking forward to seeing him play and then kate cowell another one of my baby chickens um and then brandon vasquez too nice to get i think this is his first uh national team call up everyone was expecting or hoping for him to be a part of the world cup um roster but greg was like not fam you haven't been um adjusted system which is stupid but yeah i like some of these names that i'm seeing now some of the names i don't like seeing oh and julian gressel julian gressel he used to play for atlanta united legend for the club um he's german but I think his boot thing is American, so he has citizenship, so he got the call up, and, you know, that's really great um, that we snatched him up, and I'm just, this is really exciting, you know what I'm saying? Um, Aaron Long in the in the year 2023, please, we will never be free from him, I fear, and then, I don't know, I'm not really too worried about anybody else, I mean, obviously, Hayes Ferreira, I mean, I don't have an issue with him, but I kind of just wanted to see fresh, fresh faces, which there are 13 fresh faces here. So overall, I'm not too upset about this. These are just friendlies, nothing serious. So I'm looking forward to seeing how the boys play together and I'm looking forward to seeing how the 
interim coach who I don't remember his name, how he, you know, plays or how his tactics line up and stuff like that. So, yeah, looking forward to that. And yeah, so I think that's it with that. Um, Again, I mean, oh, my goodness. Eunice Musa in the last episode I'm all over the place my apologies in the last episode I was having um a breakdown because I couldn't figure out who won the young male player of the year and it ends up being Eunice um which I was kind of expecting so good for him congrats to him so happy for him and yeah so I think that's it U.S. soccer wise um um, 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 um. Chris Richards got his first Prem star for Crystal Palace against Man United. I heard he played really well. Yeah, he led in tackles, had four clearances, and won seven out of eight duels in his first Premier League start, which is really great considering he had that nasty injury that kept him out. So nice that he's doing well. Uh, Weston assisted Moise Keane in a Copa Italia something game. Huh? With the ticket to the oh so i guess they're moving forward because of that um ba, 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 ba. who else i think that's it geo scored on january 22nd so it was that sunday i think that was sunday dortmund uh got back or the boom yeah, Dortmund's, Dortmund's first game back um, in the new year, and he scored the game-winning goal for them. And I think that's it for now. Yeah, that's it. Um, U.S. soccer-wise. But yeah, I'm looking forward to that game. I just wish it wasn't so late, but, you know, we move. Um now can i go to a different country yes so let's talk about the prem um which just might be a lot um because a lot has happened i didn't even do transfer news and stuff but i don't know there's too, been too much going on um with transfers and stuff so let me just go over last week's results um or not if you're my mom in the background please don't mind that we have a family friend over and so you know um bum, 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 bum. so january 21st um liverpool chelsea in the nil nil leicester city brighton 2-2 southampton aston villa 1-0 to aston villa west ham everton 2-0 to west ham Burnmouth, Nottingham Forest, 1-1. Crystal Palace, Newcastle, 0-0. And then the 22nd, Man City, Wolves, 3-0 to Man City. Brentford, Leeds United, 0-0. Arsenal, Man United, 3-2 to Arsenal. And then Fulham, Tottenham, 1-0 to Tottenham. And that game was on Monday. Now, I did watch Chelsea. I, uh, for... <laughs> Call me crazy, but I did wake up at 6... Tw- well, the game was at 6.30. I woke up at 
to watch the game and I wasn't too disappointed in it they did play pretty decent so I'm not that upset that I woke up early to watch them play um I have notes here but I don't really think I want to go over them <laughs> let's see uh like three minutes into the game Gallagher was fouled by Robertson um which I think I have beef with Robertson he's just a nasty player you know um but anyways Havers had a goal early in the game Bavar ruled it offside I couldn't remember why it was ruled offside oh I think it mm, I think Silva was trying to take the shot but then it got back or I don't know I don't know but he was offside regardless of that um it was a good start for Chelsea um Gagpo who is one of Liverpool's new signings he was kind of he was kind of stinking it up in the first half to me. Like, he had some sneaky shots. And then he, there was a moment where he was, like, right there, perfect time, perfect moment, and then he just blew it. And speaking of blowing it, Mount had a good chance in the 20th minute, but I don't, I don't know. And I've seen, like, a lot of people talk about how, you know, how do I say this without sounding rude? People are are preying on his downfall, which is really shocking because Mount is kind of like Chelsea's star boy, which, you know, every player has their moments. So I'm not going to be like, yeah, Mount in the mud. I'm not going to be that person. But, you know, you can kind of see when, you know, they have their better games and their bad games and their moments, which is fine. Every, every athlete goes through it, you know, so... I'm sure it'll be fine, but he does need to tighten up a little bit because that chance that he missed literally made me livid. Anyways, Nunes on the bench, I guess because he hasn't been doing too well lately, which I feel like is a pattern um, between certain players in the Prem. Like, I guess specifically in the big six teams, like they have a big time player that they sign, spend lots of money on them, and then um, they give the players in the club, like, I mean, not the players, the fans in the club, hope and then they end up not doing as well as people expected which you know most of the times I you can be wrong I can be wrong but it's just kind of um I think this I feel like this only happens with the Prems maybe it happens in like La Liga too like a big like Barcelona Real Madrid but like you sign they sign these players um and then they have like you know 50 goals and 36 assists in one season and they they won the golden boot and the highest thing that the Buddha and they won the trophy with their club da, da, da. and then they get to the prem and the numbers aren't adding up and they're doing significantly I don't want to say worse but they're not doing as well as they were at their previous club which obviously again the prem is a difficult league so I can see that, you know, some players are going to adjust better than others. And I feel like, um, I don't know what club Nunez or I think Nunez came from Portugal, mayhaps. Um, and then Gakpo, I couldn't tell you where he come from. He came from maybe, um, maybe from the Dutch league, but you know, that compared to the Prem, I'm pretty sure, like, physicality-wise especially, and just pressure-wise as well, I feel like it's difficult because I feel like, no offense to the English, they can be very ruthless 
um like they literally have fans like abusing players and uh, you know so i'm just kind of like mm. so i can see so i try not to like shame or like be too harsh on like newer players in the prem because either like they can either adjust really well or they don't adjust um quickly at all so it's just kind of like depending on the person but anyways i spent a little too long talking about that what else happened oh joao felix he was in this game but i feel like he would have had a really good time in this game I, it would have been really nice seeing him play um against liverpool second half chelsea lost me a bit not to say they were boring but i was getting a little bit tired and mudik murdick mudrick y'all he is now at chelsea I literally was like, bro, don't go to Chelsea. Just go straight to Arsenal. And he went to Chelsea. I'm, I think this is probably one of the, like, top 10 shocks in, like, the transfer window in the sport. It's just kind of like he... All the, the posts and the stories and the this is and the that. And then he turns around and does that to Arsenal. How are you going to do that? So I'm sure plenty of Arsenal fans were upset about that. I, you know, trying to stay away from social media. So I haven't really been able to see anyone's reactions. But I'm sure when I get back, if I search his name and type in Arsenal, I'll get everything I need. But I'm I'm a little confused. I'm, I'm assuming it's because maybe Chelsea offered him a little bit more money, which I hate that you know money is the reason why a player would go to a team but it's just really confusing as to how he was literally all for chelsea i meant arsenal arsenal not chelsea arsenal like i feel like the door was right there she she just needed to open it and then he ended up going to chelsea which you know it's fine we'll take him you know we'll take him um he's He's a decent player. I'm not going to lie. He almost scored like 10 minutes after coming on. He had a nice little dribble. Um, but his shot, like, I think hit the side of the net. But other than that, he looks pretty promising. So um, I think he did. I think he's going to do well with um, Chelsea. I don't know if we're going to see him start in the next game. I'll have to see. Um, but I think I think he'll do pretty well with the club. Um... And yeah, nothing really caught my eye since that moment. The game wasn't that aggressive to my surprise. It did get a little aggressive at the end. Some light-skinned Liverpool player um, and Kukurea had some words for each other. But the game ended in a draw, which is typical. It wasn't 100% a snooze fest, but I expected a little bit more. But what can we do? So that's that game. Um, Chelsea plays Fulham again. Didn't they just play them? Mm, maybe, oh, that's probably a game that was missed when the queen decided that she wanted to pass. Um. Okay, well, Chelsea faces Fulham Friday, February 3rd. So we'll see how that game goes. And then, yeah. Let's see. I think that's it. Leeds, I don't really have much to say for them other than I didn't get to watch the game against Brentford, but they got a draw, so yippee for that. Um, they did play against... Hmm. 
Cardiff was it for the Carabao Cup and they ended up winning that game 5-2 they did draw the first game they played against each other I think it was like 2-2 draw so they had to replay the game and the game was at Ellen Road so that ended 5-2 and it's unfortunate because I didn't even watch the game I think I watched like the last whenever like Pat Patrick scored the fifth goal that's from when I watched so I was kind of like am I the problem is it me so regardless I'm really happy that they won that game gave them a, a boost of confidence um, so it was really nice to see that. And yeah, but back to the Prem standings before I go. Um, but before I before I jump off uh, the Prem, the standings, I mean, they look the same kind of. Man United is in fourth place, which I don't remember them being that far up. But Arsenal still first and then second Man City, third Newcastle, fourth Man United, and then fifth Tottenham. Chelsea's still in 10th, and Leeds are in 15th. So, you know, we'll take it. As long as they don't go near, like, 17th, I'm gooch. Um, and that's that with the Prem. Now, let's go to Germany, which I don't really have much to talk about because I haven't really watched, um, I haven't watched Dortmund play, um, like a full game which i could have i could have watched them play today but i completely forgot like i saw that they played today but i still didn't i don't know but i had went out and when i got back home it was like the 76 minutes so i watched from then on but i can't really say much about like oh you know here's how they play da, da, da. but um as for dortmund oh should i go over results eh no as for Dortmund, they're currently in fourth place, which is really good. Um, I would like for them to be a little bit higher, but you know, baby steps. They played, why well, I can't see it now. They played Augsburg on the 22nd, and I watched a highlight video to that. So Bellingham's goal was a beauty, I love that kid. Um, the first goal Dorman conceded was very embarrassing. There was like a slight hiccup from Slaughterbeck and then, you know, boom, they scored. He redeemed himself though, Slaughterbeck, um, with the second goal. He scored it, uh, it was a nice header. He was in the perfect position to score it. And then the second goal Dorman conceded uh, was embarrassing again, which honestly, every Dortmund goal, I mean, every goal that Dorman concedes is just so embarrassing. Like. I don't know how they do it, but they managed to concede probably the most embarrassing and preventable goals. I'm just like, are you serious right now? But anyways, 2-2 at the end of the first half. Second half comes around. Third goal by Dorman was another beauty. I don't know his name, actually. His, like, he has like two names, two last names. Benoit Gittens. Where is he from? He sounds German. English. Oh, my bad blood. He's 18. Oh, he's a baby. Oh, he's baby. Well, that's cute. He is, I think he just signed for Dortmund 2. He's a new signing. He's doing pretty well, though. Um, Six matches, two goals. Per. Yeah, but his goal was really nice against Augsburg. Um, he sat a defender down and then boom, long range shot, which thankfully Jude ducked because if he didn't duck, he 
like that goal would not like the ball would not have gone into goal so um thanks jude for doing that third goal conceded um no words and then the game winning goal for dortmund was scored by none other than my son Gio Reyna. um please stop speaking ill on him and shout out to Schroederbeck for that beautiful pass. And then as for today's game, we had a 2-1 win. Um, I don't know who scored the first goal for Dortmund. Oh, it's here. I'm like, wait. So Julian Ryerson, who I've never heard of him before, but I'm, hey, welcome to Dortmund. And then Gio scored for Dortmund. And then for Mines, Lee J. Sung scored in the second minute. That's crazy. Um, and yeah, that's it for that. Um, Gio was literally like right there, right time. Perfect. Bada bing, bada boom. Knocked it in. And I'm, I'm just glad that he's doing well and kind of just like shutting everybody up, which is what we need because like for real, too many people have been disrespecting him. I'm not I'm not taking it anymore. So, is that all I have for now? Okay, so we have a lot of football drama. And honestly, okay. So, if I listen back to this and I sound or and I don't like how I sound, I'm just going to probably upload this. Or honestly, I might re-record it tomorrow, um, but we'll see. So, football drama. We have a lot. So, let's start with Ramsdale. Aaron Ramsdale, if you don't know, he plays for Arsenal. He's their goalkeeper. And I think two weeks ago was the... Two years ago was the two years ago two weeks ago was the uh derby and um arsenal won that like three one or something uh just completely dog walked over tottenham and in their own home mind you and so i guess um you know Richarlison got into Ramsdale's face, which I don't know why he does that. And then one of the Tottenham fan, I think um, Ramsdale was going to pick up his water bottle or something. And he kicked him, like literally kicked him in his back. And I was just kind of like, so this is what we're doing. Mind you, 2023, 4K cameras everywhere. You you really thought you were just going to get away with it. And the way he like ran, like he just ran up the chairs and the bleachers or whatever. Da, da, da. And I'm like, okay, bro, you be serious. Well, they found him um thanks to sky sports i think one of their cameramen like just followed him all the way until like he um got up and left uh the stadium or whatever or left that area of the stadium so it says the met police have charged a 35 year old 35 year old man with assaulting Aaron arsenal's aaron ramsdale after sunday's north london derby at tottenham joseph watts of hackney has also been charged with going on to an area adjacent to a playing area and throwing a missile onto a football playing area that's insane but you know good 
that's what you get because you don't you don't do stuff like that and Aaron Rams though I think he's probably one of the goalkeepers I see they really like away fans or fans from the opposing team they really like abuse him like verbally and then now physically I'm just kind of like no rivalry will ever be that serious um this is the same for like people like throwing stuff at players um sending them like hate like dms or like you know if they leave the stadiums and they're standing outside um and like yelling at them from their in their car or from their car you know what i'm trying to say i'm just kind of like it's never that serious like i don't i pray to god that i never take a sport that serious to where i get that aggressive and will do that to someone these players are human beings too like they're literally just regular guys who happen to make a lot of money because they're talented at doing something so i'm just really confused but luckily they found him and hopefully he serves his time and doesn't do that again and he's banned from the stadium um so that's that and then shakira uh, shakira did a roast song against not a roast song what is it? a diss track um against gerard pk because he cheated on her which i'm pretty sure we all knew this already um and it says shakira deduced pk was cheating on her after she returned from traveling to find out that her strawberry jam was eaten pk has never eaten jam in his life that's insane to me imagine imagine having your strawberry jam in the house right in the kitchen you go out for a little bit because you're a, you're a superstar right and then this man has another woman in your house mind you and has the audacity to let that person eat your strawberry jam bro men have no shame and apparently this girl is like literally a girl like 20 something years old but i'm kind of like you really cheated on shakira are you stupid are you dumb men men never are like men don't really know like they um, I have no words like they don't appreciate what they got because how are you cheating on Shakira like are you stupid like what but anyways Shakira did a nice little um diss track and I I wish I knew Spanish I'm gonna have to like google translate uh, the lyrics but I just know she ate him up and tore him down so good for her my queen and then we have Danny Alves I think is the last just kidding he's not the last um there's a trigger warning. So Danny Alves has been arrested um, for, again, trigger warning, rape. Um, let me, or sexual, I'm the same thing. Let me see. Let me go to the news. I'll do AS. They're reliable. So, Danny Alves arrested. If you don't know, Danny Alves is a Brazilian player. He plays for, I think he plays for now some team in Brazil. Well, not anymore. But um, Danny Alves is being held on remand without bail in a Barcelona jail after a 23-year-old woman accused the footballer of sexually assaulting her in a nightclub. Mind you, he's married. So, what are you doing? Um, not to say he can't go to a club, you know. Go have fun. But you shouldn't be touching people. Anyways, so footballer Danny Alves had has been held in Barcelona since Friday after a Spanish judge ordered the Brazilian to be detained without bail over allegations. Da, da, da. 
Alves, who until Friday played for Liga in Max. Just kidding, he played in Mexico. Um, last week, traveled from Mexico to Spain for his mother-in-law's funeral. His intention was to return to North America as soon as possible and rejoin training ahead of Pumas' class something against Club Leon on Sunday. However, he has been forced to remain on Spanish soil after the judge was sufficiently convinced by the testimony of his alleged victim and the evidence gathered by the Mossos de de Squadra. I'm saying this so Americanized, I'm sorry. Catalonia's police force. Woman says Alves invited her to table in VIP area. The sexual assault for which Alves can now be facing a prison sentence of up to 12 years is alleged to have occurred on December 30th at Barcelona's Sutton nightclub. The 39-year-old former Barca player had traveled to Spain last month with his wife to celebrate the new year. Uh-huh. On the day before New Year's Eve. This is my first time reading this, so we're <laughs> we're experiencing this together. Alves met up with his friends at the nightclub located in the city's upmarket. Da, 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 da. According to the 23-year-old woman who re- has reported Alves to the police, she went with two female friends to Sutton, where they were invited into the VIP area by a group of Mexican revelers. Once inside, a waiter told them that someone wanted them to join him at his table. Led to bathroom where Alvis allegedly raped her. With his wife there, though. Didn't they just say his? they went there? Oh. Or was he? Regardless, wife there, not there. You don't do this. Why do you? Why do you? Why do men? Especially like celebrities. People who make a lot of money, you know, are famous. Why do men think that they can just do whatever they want to you just because they have the money? And then they do something to you and they expect you, oh, well, you know, here's some hush money. No, sir. I'm ending your career. Are you dumb? Anyways, per her testimony, um, she danced with Alves. He tried to guide her hand toward his penis on several occasions, but she resisted his attempts the Brazilian is later claimed to have asked to her, is claimed to have asked her to follow him through a doorway, which she didn't find out led her to a small bathroom in which the alleged assault took place around 4.30 in the morning. 4.30 in the morning? She says the player hit and raped her. Alves is said to have been the first to leave the bathroom before exiting the nightclub with a friend. The woman went to her friends who sought out the club security staff, the establishment's protocol of assistance to a victim of sexual assault. Oh, I'm glitching. The establishment's protocol of assistance to a victim of sexual silence, sexual silence, sexual violence was activated. He was nowhere to be found when the Catalan police arrived within about five minutes. Oh, they're fast. An ambulance took the woman to Barcelona's hospital clinic where she underwent an examination to collect evidence from her body. On January 2nd, she then filed an official police complaint against Alves, submitting the hospital report and the clothes she had been wearing that night. The footballer, meanwhile, had flown back to Mexico where he remained until he returned to Spain last week in the wake of his mother-in-law's death. Hmm. The player changed his version of events during his testimony. You gotta do better than that, my boy. Per El Peri- Periodico, 
the footballer can be seen going in and out of the VIP area bathroom. See, and there's cameras. Like, are you dumb? Where traces of semen were later found. Mm-mm-mm. Lock him up, boo. Lock him up. Yes, I would like to see what did his wife say. Because he was... Club Pumas announced that they had ended their contract with him. His wife issued her first message through Instagram. Joanna Sons asked for empathy. Are you stupid? Shared a message through her Instagram account in which she asked the media to give her some privacy. In addition to what happened last... Wait, in addition to what happened with Alvin, she also pointed out she had suffered a loss of her mother. I mean, sorry for your mom, but... You, hold on, let me hear her out. Let me hear her out. My bad, my bad. She said, I asked the media who were outside my home to please respect my privacy at this time. My mother passed away a week ago and I have barely begun to accept that she is no longer around. So why would you torment me about my husband's situation? Said the influencer. I have lost the only two pillars of my life. Have a little empathy instead of looking for so much news at the cost of the pain of others. Thank you. And she expressed support for her husband. Um. Oh, uh-uh. No. No, no, no. Um. No offense. But I'm. If I'm married to a man who has sexual assault allegations thrown at him. I'm not posting about my support for him. I'm not going to be that girl. I mean, I pray to God that never happens to me. But you will never catch me doing that. As a woman, I get it. You want to stick by your man. But this is, this is rape shorty and plus shouldn't she feel dumb he made you look like a fool he's out here at a nightclub with his friends being unfaithful to you by not only cheating on you but cheating on you in the worst way possible by raping this girl girl please now i get it i get it i feel for her you know her mama passed you know i'm a come on condolences sorry girl but you don't need Let's let's not express support for for this. You know what I'm saying? Um Wow. Well, Danny Alves, that's too bad. Lock him up. Don't like you just do just can't do stuff like that. What why don't men understand that in 2023? Especially at Danny Alves's big age. He's like 40. Why are you doing like why do you think you have the right to do that? Why do you think you have the right to harass this girl and like try to get her to touch your private part don't you have a wife at home ask her to do it for you what are you talking about with her consent of course but i was kind of like too old like why why anyways was that it no juventus i don't know what's going on with juventus i think um they've been found guilty of something and so they've been knocked down like five spots in the Serie A. Um, 
Cristiano Ronaldo among 22 players facing ban over Juventus 79 million wage scandal. Ooh. I'm going to have to read about this uh, and talk about it later. Or not. We can do it now. Friday, Juventus were found guilty of transfer irregularities and docked 15 points by the Italian Football Association's Sporting Tribunal. A decision that pushes them from third down to mid-table. Ooh. 11 current or former Juventus directors were also banned, including former president Andrea Agnelli, former chief football officer Fabio Paratici, who is now at Tottenham Hotspur, and sporting director Federico Cherubini. Ooh. They're found guilty of engineering transfers, usually swap deals where little or no money changed hands, but the club drew an accounting benefit on paper. Ooh. Yeah, weren't they already charged with this? They and eight other clubs were charged and ultimately cleared. They successfully argue that nobody can put an objective valuation on a player and therefore nobody can say a transfer fee. But isn't that the point of a transfer? Is putting a value on a player? Or more precisely, the valuation you put on a player in a swap is inflated. Mm-mm. Something's fishy. Well, that's too bad for them. Jesus Christ. Well, free my boy, um, Weston, which I think Leeds are looking into him in Arsenal as well and Tottenham. Uh, I don't even know at this point. You know, I just want him to go somewhere where he's going to be loved and appreciated because them Italians don't care about him. Um, unless he like assists or scores a goal. So I think that's all I got. I've been talking for a bit too much. I don't even know if I'm going to upload this because I feel like I've been talking nonsense, but we move. So thank you for listening. Um, hope you're doing well. I'll see y'all in the next episode. Peace.